welcome to another Dairy Dialogue podcast, number 32 in case you were wondering, and it's going out the week after Vita Foods, which definitely seems to have been quite a bit bigger and busier than it has been in previous years. I'm Jim Cornell, editor of Dairy Reporter, and today it's a recap of Vita Foods with three interviews from companies exhibiting at the event, Glanbia, Advanced Lipids and Prinova. I also spoke to other companies such as Friesland Campina, Kerry, Mitsubishi and DuPont and those interviews should find their way onto dairyreporter.com soon. And of course we also have a weekly look at the global dairy markets with Liam Fenton from INTL FC Stone. Vita Foods is a great event. It's not so crazy that you have to stand on a packed subway train for about an hour just to get there, and it's easy to get around and you don't bump into too many people. This year the main themes from the different stands seem to be sport nutrition, plant-based, gut function and cognitive function. It's not the kind of event where you can go and not have to take your lunch because the samples will fill you up. Many of the samples here are about positive health effects. You should at least last the day if you don't get a lunch at least from taking all of these supplements. I think I took so many pills and ingredients that are good for the brain that soon I may have one. What was also good was meeting up with old friends on some of the booths. It's always good to chat and I even saw someone I knew in downtown Geneva which was full of the lanyards and name tags from the event. Personally I take mine off as soon as I hit the exit but that's just me. Of course I did get asked for directions a lot of times and all of them except one were to Vita Foods and having been to Geneva a few times already I did even know where the other one was. At the event, a few people mentioned the podcast without even being prompted. One person saw my name on the pass and came over and said how much he liked the podcast. Obviously, he hadn't taken one of the truth-inducing supplements at the event. Although, if he was actually being serious, I think he needs to become my agent. I won't bore you with the several bizarre incidents that happened at Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam. And on the way back, the computers at Geneva Airport were down, so they had to check people in using paper and a pen. Ah, the good old days. So we were very late setting off, although fortunately Glasgow wasn't among the many connections being announced on the plane that were going to be missed. I also managed to sneak away from Vita Foods for a day to go to the beautiful mountain village of Guyer, which was a bit of a trek even though it only took two hours. I had to get up around 3am to get to the train station, then change onto a bus which was full of school children, and then onto another train to get to Guyer, all for an 8am interview. And there was about one minute to spare between getting on all the buses and trains, which made for a bit of a nervous time. Anyway, my next interview wasn't until 3 that afternoon, so I did a bit of exploring and did a nice hike to an absolutely beautiful gorge where the heavens opened and my shoe fell apart. But it was all worth it to learn about Gruyere cheese and how important it is to the village as a tourist attraction. And at some point in the near future I hope to have an article and video on that as well. On an entirely different note, I'm producing the show a day early because tomorrow I'm coaching the local school football team, also known as soccer, at an all-day tournament where we have a chance somewhere between slim and none. Our school has fewer than 30 kids in it total, so my team is a bit limited, especially when some schools have more kids in a class than we do in the entire school. 
Anyway, I keep trying to tell myself it's all about having fun, although how can you have fun when you're getting thumped 15-0? Anyway, we'll see what happens. And besides, this is about dairy, so let's get on with it, I hear you say. That is, if you've not deleted the podcast and downloaded something else instead, like half an hour of butterfly wings flapping. So finally to the show. Our first interview today is with Dr. Marcus Glowitzki, CEO of Advanced Lipids, which is a joint venture between AAK and Fruiterom. Advanced Lipids produces the InFat products and recently launched InFat Plus, specifically for the Chinese market. Last year uh, we won the award, uh, Breeding of the Year, and it uh, was a great honor and uh, that was uh, in the for the uh, dairy industry, for the formula industry, and uh, that created a lot of interest. And uh, we had a lot of uh, leads to follow up afterwards, so that was uh, really very much appreciated. And uh, in the meantime, during the last year, uh, we have developed a, a new product, uh, which we recently launched uh, a month ago in China. So it's a dedicated product for the Chinese market, uh, which mimics the fatty acid composition uh, of Chinese human men. So it's really a, a great innovation. Uh, before, we were just looking at the uh, human milk composition to mimic the human milk composition on a, on a global level. And uh, our human milk research uh, center found out that <coughs> Chinese human milk is different. So we created a product which we are now in the process of uh, launching with customers, which is uh, specifically focusing on the Chinese market. And, and are there there are subtle differences in the product between for the, for the Chinese market and say the European market? Yeah, it's it's mainly uh, about the triglyceride uh, composition. So you have different kinds of uh, uh, molecules uh, in the human milk. So we're mainly uh, talking about um, OPO, which is, uh, which is the positioning of oleic palmitic uh, oleic. This is how, uh, let's say, the, the normal petapalmitate is known in China. And uh, we found out that the oleic palmitic uh, linoleic acid uh, triglyceride molecule uh, has a very high concentration in uh, Chinese human milk. So we, we mimic that in, in our production process and uh, had a development phase and it was just launched in, in the food ingredients China, which was uh, back in March. Right. What's the reaction been like to that? Oh, very fantastic. I mean, uh, we had a big launch symposium also with uh, opinion leaders from Europe and also from, from China. So it created a great interest and uh, you know, now we are following up the leads. And, uh, we are quite confident that the first products will be on the market soon in China. And, and do you are you always tweaking the products that you have, or uh, you mentioned you know, we don't well. we, we don't. I mean, this is this was kind of a process. I mean, uh, we don't develop products like every month, right? So this was really based on the long research uh, that we had, and uh, we're quite happy that we come with a new grade uh, right now. I mean, in the field of beta palmitate uh, in the last 10 years there was uh, not so much um, uh, innovation so uh, but now we see that this is the right time to come with a new product because uh, globally the uh, OPO market in China that's just one of the biggest worldwide. And to have something that you've developed specifically for that market must be a big competitive advantage. We believe it's a big competitive advantage and um, that's why we're very 
confident uh, that uh, our customers are interested and uh, the, the products will be on the market soon. And, and so that's really the the big the big announcement then is this uh, the new the new engine. Yeah, that is a very big announcement uh, yeah. for us. If you look at where we were last year and uh, where we are right now, well, of course, I mean this encourages us also to do more research on more innovative uh, products, uh, which we are doing. I mean it's not that we stand still, so we have other things in the pipeline, uh, and they will come in due time. But um, this is now the thing that we are focusing on. The other news is uh, that um, our partner, uh, AK, so uh, Infet is sold under the joint venture Advanced Lipids, our partner is AK, has announced uh, a new production manufacturing facility will be opened um, in quarter two next year in China. So then we are much closer to the market uh, and, and can deliver our customers faster with our products. That will make it another advantage. Yeah, it's another advantage. So uh, I think we are on a on a good track uh, with our product and uh, in the market uh, to serve our customers better with uh, faster and better solutions and uh, innovative solutions. Also. And, and as you said, it's not like you're standing still. You're still developing other products. At constantly, the same time. yeah, constantly. So yeah. this is really uh, one of the big messages also that we have advanced lipids as the market leader in and OPO is continuously working on innovation. Right. And what are you promoting at uh, anything specific that you're promoting at Vita Foods? Well, in Vita Foods, uh, right now uh, we're just focusing on our success of last year and uh, follow up also uh, with the leads that we had there. And uh, But, you know, it's an international congress, so also our Chinese customers are coming here, and uh, so that's why we are focusing on the new product called Infet Plus uh, that uh, is then also followed up here in Europe. So because, you know, production, even though in Europe, there's a lot of production in Europe going to China, uh, also worldwide production, most of the infant formula that is produced with OPO goes to the Chinese market. So there's always uh, something to follow up also in Europe. And now we go to Prinova, one of the world's largest distributors of functional ingredients and a provider of integrated solutions such as nutrient premixes and particle management services. At Vita Foods, Prinova was showcasing its innovative branded ingredients and custom formulations, but rather than me list them all, we'll hear more from Tony Gay, Head of Technical Sales and NPD Nutrition at Prinova. So, um, well, my name's Tony Gay. I'm actually head of technical and NPD for Pronova. And at Pronova, we're uh, primarily a raw material distributor. So, very specialised in things like vitamins, minerals, but also more over the last five years, we've gone into the value-added side. So, we provide premixes to the industry. So, whether it's from dairy application to infant grade or sports nutrition. We do premix blends for them. And then we also partner with some companies with specialist raw materials. For instance, uh, Essentia. Uh, and Essentia is a, uh, an animal protein producer. They do collagens, broths, uh, beef proteins, etc. So that's a kind of uh, an angle where we're partnering with them to distribute their products. And those, those kind of products are very big in the US now, both collagen and bone broths. Uh, and we've actually got some concepts here today. Um, it's kind of a different angle where it's protein fortification, but also collagen fortification. So um, it's just a new area that's coming through the market. Then we also do some vegetable concepts. So we distribute pea protein, rice protein, soy protein. 
but then we can also do things like masking agents to support those kind of ingredients. So whether it's a, a, a shake, like a, an alternative to a dairy protein shake, or if it's a beverage as well, we could do that. Or even protein snacks. So over here, we've actually got some vegetable protein balls. So obviously the whole flexitarian movement is also very big right now. So people are looking to alternatives of animal protein, but not necessarily just for the vegetarian or vegan aspect. And uh, we also do some partnerships with a company, for instance, called Anabio. Um, they do some encapsulated ingredients, particularly towards a sports nutrition angle. So an encapsulated caffeine, suppress the bad taste, so really good for beverages, gummies, stuff like that too. And also some amino acids like leucine and creatine, again, towards more of the sports nutrition angle. I mean, they do other products as well, encapsulation, like they do a pea protein, they do probiotics. But we more specialize in the amino acid type uh, products, which are for sports nutrition applications. And uh, is it, uh, you come to Vita Foods every year? Yep, so we come to Vita Foods every year. It's probably our biggest show. And we try to showcase as much as possible here. So not just our raw material distribution, but also our value added and how we can uh, help customers with finished solutions as well. And are you, what are you showcasing this year? So, um, and you mentioned a couple of things. Yeah, already. so there was a few there. Um, but also we're trying to get in contact with more sort of international based customers here. And just to show them a little bit more that we, as I say, down the value added chain. So rather than where we started was the raw material distribution. So we're the biggest you know, distributor of ascorbic acid. We hold something like 13% market share. And also probably the biggest uh, distributor of amino acids. But we want to show people of where we've come to today. Um, so the progression into uh, the blend side. So we have blending facilities in Chicago, UK, and also China as well. So we can provide premixes for a number of different sort of uh, industries. Another company we spoke with was the Irish-based company Glambia. At Vita Foods, Glambia was debuting its new BevOat low viscosity, two plant-based sports nutrition prototypes, and a whole lot more. It's always good to see familiar faces at the event and chat about lots of things, but we'll focus on the new products and concepts, especially those related to dairy alternatives and dairy, with Sally Martin and Tara Maguire, who is the marketing manager for the EMEA region. I have just started with Glambia and I've been with them for about two months now and I'm the marketing manager for the EMEA region and then I work very um, closely with our team in Kilkenny. We have our R&D team and for the EMEA region uh, part of that team is based in Kilkenny as well as some other members of our commercial team and then also with our team in Germany and the commercial team that are based throughout the uh, Europe, Middle East and Africa uh, region and then the remainder of the marketing team are based in the US. Yeah, so Sally will, you know, sort of go into more of the uh, details on the prototypes and, and other things, focus of the show. Yeah. So as you know, when we come to these trade shows, we like to be able to highlight the depth and breadth of the Glambia portfolio. Um, I won't go into huge amounts of detail of all the prototypes we've got because I'll just stick with the ones that are kind of dairy relevant. So we've got, on the healthy snacking front, we've got two different um, 
protein bars. One of them is a whipped chocolate sensation bar. So that's a kind of very indulgent kind of um, protein bar full of... Um, their flax extra smooth which is like the finely milled um, flaxseed but you know with added protein from hydrolyzed milk protein featuring the bar pro which we've talked to you about before so that's you know helps with extended shelf life with um, the kind of texture of the bar as well so it's a very smooth and soft texture and we've been working with different companies to see if there are ways and means that we can make this work and the second one is a uh, their milk protein crisps they've done on a sea salt caramel chocolate crisp bar so obviously a much more crunchy texture um, looking at clean tasting because obviously working with protein that's always a struggle um, in, in terms of the, 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 the more kind of bittery aftertaste and um, that one has the bar pro in as well but also the bar flex which is the whey protein and um, which minimizes bar hardening it extends the shelf life um, of a bar um, and it also has Bebwise, which is like a protein system that's designed for caramel layers. So it's good for, you know, that kind of added indulgence. You know, people don't just want, they want something that's great tasting as well, which obviously sea salt caramel taps into that kind of, um, that trend at the moment. The other thing that I wanted to highlight was the Bebo Low Viscosity, which has just come out. Plant-based, um, natural ingredient. It's a finely milled oat flour, gluten free. Um, but I, I'm sure that you know this through, you know the the things that you write about. But obviously, working with oats is very hard when you want to to eat. Um, you know, work with a kind of heat stable drink. Uh, they're not heat stable. They congeal. It's really difficult to work with. So they've come up with this bevo loads of viscosity because there's been more of a trend towards hot oat drinks and so this works really well with it it's easily pourable it's smooth it has a nice kind of creamy oaty texture you know doesn't congeal so it can be used in everything from like you know maybe coffee beverages or maybe smoothies shakes and um, even in ice cream and stuff like that so it can be used in both hot and cold and um, kind of applications we've got a couple of other rtms which you might be interested in from a plant-based standpoint um, this is another product that we've been uh, we're launching at Vitaboots, which is Fitnox, and that 100% plant-based nitric oxide, and delivers a 336% boost in nitric nitric oxide pre-workout. So it's good for like superior performance, like I think all plant-based. Um, added with a Glambia vitamin pre-mix as well to help sustain a healthy workout. And then we've got the post-workout plant protein RTM, which um, has the Harvest Pro. Pro pea protein. It's a pea protein isolate, but it has a very clean flavour. And one of, obviously, you know, working with pea proteins, it's a very bitter aftertaste. Again, there's issues with working with it in like RTM and RTD applications because it tends to clump and um, like settle, leave a foamy layer on top. Whereas this, it dissolves completely into the drink. You know, no bitter aftertaste. On this one, we've got the bev oats, not the low viscosity, but the the finely milk gluten-free oats in the beverage. But, you know, and branch chain amino acids through amino blasts. So obviously replenishing muscle degradation and muscle, enhancing muscle recovery post-workout. So just interesting from a plant-based kind of protein. Um, we know that sustainability is a big theme of the event this year and it's just tapping into that kind of mindful consumerism um, that's out there at the moment. And then this one's just a supplement which is, you know, 
the usual kind of you know glamour remixes and vitamins so there's a huge amount that they're they're showing off but it's just showcasing you know what can be done with products and and this is how you know glamour now works on a regular basis with clients they don't just come to glamour because they want protein to go in you know this shape or this bar or they come because they know that glamour can help them manufacture something that you know taps into the trends in the marketplaces and also work with ingredients that are typically hard to work with like oats and protein and things like that pea protein and you know people generally tend to want this new you know naturally sourced sustainable plant-based you know, clean label kind of snack but it's difficult to manufacture working with those kinds of products um, and make it taste great still have the functional product properties and you know have an extended shelf life as sally mentioned as well you know it's it's kind of like the consumers that are sort of the flexitarians that are sort of moving from the, the dairy to the plant-based you know there's an expectation there that when they look at the label sometimes historically uh, products would have been like masked like pea proteins would have been masked with a lot of sweeteners a lot of sugar but that whole demand for clean label and transparency and um, it's very important then for any products that you're you're launching in in that area that it, it has all of those attributes what was something that was specialist you know five ten years ago is just expected on an everyday level if you think about sports nutrition and how that's kind of evolved over time that your man on the street that goes to the gym will be drinking some kind of you know energy drink or some kind of you know eating some kind of protein bar protein powders are not just for bodybuilders anymore they're just part of people and they've become part of people's natural healthy lifestyle yeah. and and you would take something I said this earlier and someone else we were talking about if there's a shelf and you've got your your bars on there and there's your your kind of chocolate chip trail bar type thing and then there's your chocolate chip trail bar without a protein what are you gonna pick you're gonna pick the one without a protein aren't you because it's like part of a wider diet you want to you know most people want to up their protein um, and it appeals to all levels of people doesn't it it's good for kids because you want them to you know have a good intake of protein it's good for you know people that are, are watching weight or want a more healthy living lifestyle it's good for older people because they don't get enough protein in their diet and so finding ways to kind of add that into their diet in a creative good tasting way is is basically the the struggle that manufacturers have had for a long long time but you know coming and working with people like Barbie Nutritionals helps them understand exactly how good their products can be and now it's time for our weekly look at the global dairy markets with INTLFC Stone's Liam Fenton Pressure on butter prices in futures uh, was sustained this week as we continue to see a tightening of premium on the futures against the physical spot butter. Quarter three butter last week was around the 43.50 level in futures, uh, came down about 150 euros to 4200. And quarter four was down about 200 euros to 42.50 from 44.50 uh, euros per tonne. Spot butter was also under pressure, but only slightly below the 4,000 level of, of last week as, as Western European processors see this as their base price, which they're not prepared to go below. Despite the very bullish sentiment from the well-attended AGPI conference in Chicago last week for skimmel powder, it remained relatively flat in Europe and under pressure in the US. Uh, quarter three skimmel powder remained at the 2,200 level of last week and quarter four was off about 25 euros to 2,200 euros a tonne. 
we had a really negative week following the news that African swine in China has been the cause of up to 50% of the pigs being slaughtered in, in some reports, uh, particularly in the US, uh, where it took a big drop. This is fed through to the whey market here in Europe also, where it's down to 775 euros a tonne from 800 euros a tonne last week. Thank you, Liam. Talk to you next week. INTL FC Stone provides risk management and margin hedging programs and services, as well as OTC hedging tool and M&A advisory services to the global dairy industry. And that's it for another week. I hope you will join us next time when, for a change, I know what will be on the show. And I'll even tell you what they are. We'll talk to Bennett's Butter Company from the US about the six new and very interesting Bennett's Compound Butters. And I'll whet your appetite by mentioning a couple of them. Cinnamon and Brown Sugar Butter, Everything Bagel Butter, and Sriracha Jalapeno Butter, or Jalapeno as one of the staff in a supermarket close to here calls it. I hope she's joking. But anyway, those sound great, and you can hear about them next week, along with an interview on the purchase of Tip Top Ice Cream in New Zealand by the world's third largest ice cream company, Franeri. And we'll also chat about a new product in the UK, Yar, which are extremely reasonably priced quark bars that have just launched into Sainsbury's, as well as some other stores. So don't come to next week's show hungry, or you may regret it. So lots in the pipeline. Hope you enjoyed this week's program. Join us again next week, and thanks for listening.